Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Goat Milk episode 15. It has been way too long. Uh, we went on vacation, coronavirus, uh, failed most of my exams, 11th grade, moving on to 12th grade, I'm a senior, and today I'm here with my good best pal, Alex Pham. Do you know what sound it makes after you go to Taco Bell and you go home? It's like... You got me? And that was the slam poetry segment of yeah, this that, podcast that was, episode? That was my bit. That was all I could think of. All right. Thanks, Alex, for being on the show. Uh, this podcast... Okay, no. So, what's up, man? How you doing? I've just been tired. I mean, like... Summer school. I'm in summer school, so I'm just dealing with that. But it's been pretty all right, actually. Yeah, we just finished school uh, on June third. Yeah. Yeah. We're done with school, so now, well, we're on summer break, but we can't travel anywhere. Isn't I just went to Delat and Moine. Alex is doing summer school for the next what four weeks? Three. Three weeks. Tell me about that. What's that like? Uh, you just go in. A, it's like it's just normal school, but more free. Like, free form, and also the courses are free, and it's pass-fail, and, like, no one really cares. They're just there for the .5 credit. Well, I mean, some people are, most of the people there are for, there for, like, the .5 credit, but some people there are actually to learn, and, like, I don't know. It's just, Is I a .5 credit really worth four weeks of school during summer? No. Oh. It's, like, a .5 credit's literally just half a, sem- it's just, like, one semester class, and it's just, like, just don't. Yeah, I'm just. I want. I was there because I wanted to take the public speaking class and the global outlook class, creative writing too. But like, I sh- I feel like I shouldn't have signed up for four years. What do you do? Four years for four weeks. What do you do in global outlook? Mr. Tan. He Yo, like, shout out to Mr. Tan. He's like, all right, the economy. Think about it, and then he's like, look at this chart of all these like br- of of all these companies and the brands they own. And he's like, Ralph Lauren. Uh, Nestle owns Ralph Lauren. I actually didn't know that. I didn't know that either. What, is, what business does Nestle have owning Diesel and Ralph Lauren and Gucci? I don't know. It's probably what they put in their food, bro. Just like straight up leather. Not, they use palm oil. I had a friend. We were going to buy like like Oreos or something. We found out that they use palm oil. He's like, hell no. Because he cares about the palm people and the yeah, palm trees. Yeah, the palm people, <laughs> the bro. Palm, people. <laughs> palm villages, bro. So, <laughs> so we're in, on summer break now. And um, I'm, I'm going to start working for my dad. Uh, three days a week, doing, working at his company, seeing how it works, so that when I start my own company, I'll, I'll know the ins and outs of what it takes. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm excited. I start tomorrow. Um, later on this summer, a bunch of, bunch of us, Isabella, Alex, and I are going to be going to Fung Tao for a few days alone. It's going to be a lot of fun. Go to the beach. What, do you, what, what are your plans for this summer? Like, is there anything you want to learn, or like, what's, what's something you're looking forward to? I'm making a Fiverr account. Nice. So, like, I'm going to, like, you know, like, voiceover Pete? Yes. I'm going to become, like, voiceover Pete. Fortnite. Yeah, you can pay me $100, and I will literally say anything. So, uh, <laughs> I will literally, I you know, like, for $200, i will take off my socks. Um, okay, $250, okay. No, I'll, right, all right, my right, pants right. are off. <laughs> no, okay. All right. But, uh, wait, so how much are you charging for each? Like, what, like, what's your, what are your... I don't want it to be, it's just, like, something I want to do for fun, right? It's, like, an exercise in, in, just an exercise in trying something, right? That's what I want to do. I want to put myself in an uncomfortable situation so I can, like, grow. So someone's going to pay you five bucks? No, like, I'm going to get really cheap. Like, three bucks, and, like, I'll, like, say a line. I'll, like, look at the line. I'll say it, or I'll act it, or I'll, like, pretend to do it, or, like, you know? eat a piece of paper and open it and, like... Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
open it. <laughs> Jonathan likes you, bro. Go for it. You that know, like, like a lot of fun. Well, like you know, you can like make like do, like write a stage play for me, and I'll enact it as like one person. You know. Yeah. You know, Alex I'll, called me the other day, <laughs> and I was on the toilet, and he called me, and I didn't say a word, and he just played out this entire scene by himself with different characters and a whole storyline, and I watched the entire thing. It was on a live call, and I was so entertained. So I yeah. think it might go well. I called him on a whim, and like, it was seriously. The most impressive thing like I have done, like if I like if I was like an actor or something, that was probably one of the most impressive things I've ever done. I'm like really proud of that. And I didn't record it. Like that's yeah, the thing. That I sucks, didn't man. record it. And like it's gone. Never getting that back again. But at least you got the practice of the voice acting and that yeah. stuff. Next I will, year I will voice act anything. Next year you're taking theater, right? Yeah. What I, made you want to I'm do that? so happy to, I'm why do I want to take theater? Mm-hmm. Just seems like a lot of fun. Because it's like uh it's more physical expression, right? And I feel like, especially in 10th grade, I didn't have any of that. It was just app development. And, like, just, like, I literally had no creative arts last year in it. I didn't have any creative arts last year. And, like, that kind of put me off. And I, I don't know. I felt like I was turning into a robot. I feel Like, I feel like being, like, Asian boy kind of got that bowl cut. Kind of, sh- like, kind of, like, I'm perceived as, like, shy and stuff. My parents kind of take that as, like, he's going to be a computer scientist, but don't tell you know, like, so they kind of pushed me towards that, but I don't really want to be that. So, yeah, I just want to, like, I'm doing theater because I want to and also because I want to exercise, like, discomfort. Because, like, being comfortable with being uncomfortable is, like, a real skill that I'm trying yeah. to develop for True. myself. If you, I, I know I've asked you this, but for them, if you had to pick, like, one uh, profession that you'd be completely content with, what would it be? Content In the with? future. Like, happy. Like, you would, lo- that's, a, like, the kind of job where you don't feel like you're working. Or profession, or like it's, I career mean, choice. It's, it's kind of hard. I mean, the dream would probably be definitely something in the arts. So like maybe like, in, I'm nowhere near like that standard yet, right? I I'm I'm pretty new to everything like in regards of like music or like theater. Like I've only done like a couple theater stuff like in my past, and like sing, singing is something that I recently picked up, and that I'm not I'm I'm pretty bad. But I'm trying my best to get better at it. But I'd say it feels like one of those things where I felt like I was alive when I was doing it, right? And it felt like something that gave me life. Definitely, like, music or the arts. But I think, practically, I'd probably just pick, like, uh, sound engineering. Work at one of those synthesizer company companies. You like teenage engineering, right? Look up, go to teenageengineering.com right now and tell me you don't like that website. Okay, like, they, cool, yeah. they the sexiest website, right? Teenage Engineering is, like, this, like, really new company that opened in Sweden, operates out of, like, a garage, and they build synthesizers, they build a pocket drum drum synths, they build cameras, they build badminton bags, they build robots. It's literally insane what they do, and I, like, that's what I aspire to be because it's both practical and it's also something I enjoy, right? Yeah. But, like, if I was just going for, like, full enjoyment, I'd do something music or something, art, like, arty. That's what I would love to do. Yeah. I, I think that would be the dream. I mean, I'm not not for me. I mean, like, that, that does seem like it. I see these guys. Like, you know David Dobrik? Mm-hmm. Slovakian uh-huh. vlogger. This guy is 24? Yeah. I think I saw something. He makes an estimated 500,000 per post. Instagram post. Instagram post? 500,000 US because he tags a company or something. Or he makes ridiculous amounts of money. And 
he's 24. He's set for life. He literally could retire today, and his children could retire, and he would be, they w- they could live extravagantly. Mm-hmm. And I like feel like you have to, like it would make sense. Like it's almost like you have to. It's like, like you kind of want to blow up at such a young age to be able to get all this. True. You see so many people that have it. Like he's has Teslas and he get, buys all this stuff. It's insane, and and he's happy with what he does. So scoring something like that. But then, at what point is it like, like does he actually like vlogging or does he do it for the money? You know, yeah, like yeah, I guess. it's like what what if he's just doing this because he gets hella cash? I mean, either way, does that change his content? You know, like I don't know. If you enjoy it, just do it. You know, so that's that's my take on that. But actually, speaking of like his, the wire stuck in the headphone. I didn't I didn't consent to this. Take it, take the, this is not part of off. my contract. Don't touch me. Wait, bro. lift it. <laughs> the wire's like hanging off it. Okay, okay, okay. Did that okay, whatever. No. Um, actually, speaking of, like, his children would be set, right? Yeah. Next week, we're doing, like, a debate thing in my public speaking class. And, like, uh, our whole topic is should, like, inheritance be something that should be, like, allowed in a democracy? Should you be allowed to inherit money, like, like an entire fortune from your, ans- like, your ancestors or your parents, right? And when I think about it, like, I'm thinking, like, that's kind of messed up, right? Okay, first off, there's the whole slavery con plantation idea, right? You can't inherit, if you're black and your ancestors are like slaves in the U.S., you inherit nothing. But the people who own those con plantations are probably rich as hell. Heck. And, and yeah, so... Like, they, they, and even if like, they're persecuted, those who survive, they still pass on their inheritance, almost like blood money, onto their kids, right? Yes. And the thing is, like, this whole idea of like the American dream, right? You work your, your, your poop hole off... And you are rewarded for it, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like this whole, yeah, like that idea of inheritance is kind of messed up because it kind of go against the idea of the American dream, right? What Where you, you don't have to work and you just get all this cash? You just get it. I mean, I'm not saying that rich people can't work hard or rich people don't suffer. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying no, they, yeah. have the, they have the option to just not, right? But if you're poor, you don't have any anything, you have to work. And like even then, the, usually the highest you can get is like the middle class. Yeah, and so, so basically you're saying that inheritance inheritance is a bit messed up, or not messed up, but it just completely yeah, I don't goes think, against I don't the I don't think it should dream. be, like, abolished or something, but, like, I think that, like, when I saw that debate topic, I was like, yeah, actually, it shouldn't be a thing. Because it's one of those things that you don't really think about, right? How, how like, those things, ideas like slavery or, like, colon- like um, you know, who the real Americans are versus the immigrants, right? Mm. That idea, like, how it is, per- it is like, a, re- a real big part of our... Of American society today, right? But like, just in ways that we don't really see, like inheritance. Yes. Yeah, I, I just that was just a thought about. I mean, I can see where you're coming from. How it just destroys the ideal of the American dream. Like you work your ass off, and then you, then you make it yeah. in America. But I mean, if you think personally, like, like at least if I think from my dad's perspective, he works hard so that I can have an amazing life. Like he grew up poor. And, well, I'm very fortunate to not grow up like that, but he works hard so I, I can have a, a better life than he did growing up or I can live comfortably in the future. He teaches me these things. I think inherit- inheritance is more of a, like, a. well, it depends how you look at it. Like, I'm sure some people want their parents to die so they get cash. But, like, it can be seen as not just a transferring of cash, but a transferring of, of like, love and and prosperity to your offspring so that, they can continue the nice life that you have 
but I mean, also it's it's very personal. So I don't see why uh, like some government or external source should have control over what money gets transferred. You know, yeah. it's my dad's money. Like, why? What does that have to do with the government? Kind of, it's his money, so he can do what he wants with it. So, but I understand what point you're trying to make. I'm not. I'm not saying like it should be like government enforced. It's just like the idea of it is weird. In, in, yeah. In, yeah. It's weird because when yeah, I, I think that's strange. It's like. You know the eff- the after effects of that stuff. Just it still has like a huge effect on the people who are successful today and the people who aren't ex- successful today. You know. So what would be a fix? I would. I mean, I don't know. I I'm still thinking on that, but maybe percentage. No, no. But like I, I don't know, because extremism is always bad. You never like if you hundred percent something like it's just at least in society, you're always gonna be losing out on something, right? So it should be like a good balance of like maybe like a percentage inheritance or like maybe. Maybe it's, like, more equal to, you know, poor people. Like, you know, UBI, that kind of idea. How, you know, a 1000 a month or something, like $1,000 a month, you get mm. it. And so you can spend that on your life necessities, and you can also work to get more. Yeah. Of course, like, these are just things off the top of my head. Like, the solution is something I haven't really thought about fully yet. I just thought it was interesting. But I think, I don't know, from a personal standpoint, I feel like, you know, how you can't really be happy if you don't know what it's like to be sad. Hmm. <laughs> It's like, yeah, you I don't feel know. Like, I don't like if you don't, if I feel like maybe if you don't know what it's like to be poor, then you'll never know how to properly be rich. Right. That's why, you know, you have Chad over there. Yeah, lives Chad, in his mansion. Omega Thad. And his dad has paid for everything and, and takes it for granted. I mean, there's guys like that and then there's people like us. I mean, you and I are quite. Yeah, we're we well go to an amazing school. We live in a great city. You know, we get to go on vacation once in a while. We get to, we have food on our table. That's true. But I, I'm sure that you and I, we realize that. Yeah. The thing is, like, I don't know. We got to, everyone's got to exercise their humility, you know. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, we, we I mean, I don't know what it's like to be poor. Exactly. Yeah, which yeah. is amazing. Thanks yeah, to my yeah, parents and how fantastic. they work. No, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I guess it, it just depends how you raise your kids. Yeah. Yeah, but it's true. You you need to have the bad times so you know where the good times are. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Definitely for me, like, my parents sort of have this whole guilting idea. You know, like, they ha- they have this whole thing where we, we donate to this deaf and mute school in District 1 mm, nice. every year. And, like, I, I always try to contribute. Like, I do charity I do charity work so I can, like, or, like, I raise money to donate or I donate a ton of my clothes or something. I try my best to, like, become a part of that community. But it's, like, after we go there, they're always, like, do you see how we went there and how grateful they were for our stuff and how you, like, you have it so well, so just accept the reality, like, that you're in. Like, the issues, like, that you have, they're, inval- they're invalid because you're alive. Because you're, 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 because you're, you have Because you're, because you're comfortable right now. Yeah. Or, well, comfortable in like a, compared mon- to these yeah, kids. in economic, in like a money sense, you're comfortable. And so it's sort of like, uh, you know, like, oh, we, t- we took you to Dalat, we took you to, to like, India, and we paid for your five-star hotel, and we brought you to the resort and everything, and, like, you you have no right to, like, try to like fix... Like, feel bad. Yeah, or feel, ba- feel bad. Have or, issues. Or have issues, exactly. And, like, yeah. I, I get where they're coming from, but that's still messed up. Like I'm, like, I'm allowed to feel ways, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, right? I'm okay with being wrong, but it's just, like... It's like they're, they're blaming you, or, like, they, they're... It's like you're not supposed to feel bad because you're, yeah, yeah, you're so, like, you have it so much better than the other whole people. Po- their whole point is that there's like a gift, right? They're trying yeah. to expose you to all these things. And like I'm not asking to like go 
to like I don't know like first world country to have like a party and then go home like that same night. Yeah, I'm not asking for that. I like I could just like get an instant noodle and like sit on my com- my ass. Oh my my poo hole <laughs> on the computer. Bleep that out. You know on my poo hole at like my at my house. But like I don't I don't choose that. They're choosing to let me have that and I appreciate it because it's a gift, right? It's to expose me. But you don't want to. But I don't make want you feel I, bad. I don't I don't want it for the purpose of feeling bad because yeah. I can be happy with the little things. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't need these huge gestures. That makes me think about like, um, like people when during COVID, people give crap like to celebrities, how they're like, like people are stuck at home, but they have these mansions with a pool and stuff, and they were like, some celebrities were like, expressing that they weren't dealing with it well. Yeah, they're like crying and stuff. Right. And I mean, I'm thinking like, like. Yeah, they do have these amazing homes, and I would rather stay in that home than one with a pool and apartment. But our like our lives are so different that they're allowed to have problems. Yeah, and they're allowed to not want to be home and stuff like that. People are like, "Are oh, you rich? You just be quiet." I think like Ellen or someone was crying. Yeah, it was Ellen. But I mean, like these people are used to a different lifestyle, and you can't blame them for having that lifestyle because that's just the one they have. But be like, "Oh, shut up! You have this pool, and you got this car, and you can drive and do this and that." But you know, I don't think people should blame others for having more and Mm. and they should rather maybe accept that lifestyle their lifestyle is different and that different issues accompany different people yeah i don't know so that's why i feel like that's why i feel like people have an obsession with like celebrities being like like humble or humility right they're like oh my god that guy lives in like a middle like middle class house and but he's like famous i feel like people are like so obsessed with that because they want to feel like that jump from being just a normal person to a celebrity is really easy. Like you can, oh, yeah. you can be like poor and everything. You can be famous. They want to feel like, hey, I can be this, right? So when they look at the dude in their mansion with their like Lamborghini and they're like crying about how like about like how how bad it feels to be home alone, which like yeah, it's an understandable feeling. They're like, oh, it's almost like a level of jealousy. It's like it's it shows that there's such a huge difference between like it looks like there's such a huge difference between. Like the middle class and like the 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 big the big boys basically like the celebrities and stuff right yeah. so they just it's like jealousy basically yeah like I don't know it's Be- just like yeah if that jump didn't look so big then maybe then like maybe people would be less obsessed with right. this idea yeah, yeah. of humility and like, it's so public yeah it's so public it takes one post and like millions of people see it I mean it's so easy to blow up now you know Lil Nas X yeah. Old Town Road Man <laughs> that song man TikTok literally people made TikToks. Same year, he performed at the BET Awards because of how, like, it, it was, it got the, it hit platinum, and it, it was on the top 100 billboards. It wavered between first and second for, like, several months. It was so huge. It's like Gangnam Cell. <laughs> it was that big. From TikTok, this guy was sleeping on his sister's floor, and he then he ended up performing at the BET Awards. It's, it's insane. And, I mean, congrats to him. I mean... Hard work pays off, I guess. He's making music with nothing, and, and he became so much, and it's just amazing. And especially TikTok, it's such a fast-growing app. Dude, Old Town Road is, like, one of those songs that I can't imagine people just, like, wearing earbuds and listening to. Like, they're just Jamming sitting up. there in the subway, just like, I'm gonna take my... Oh, my God. <laughs> Dancing. I know. You're like, you can't like, imagine anyone. It's like listening to like. That's like a pool party song. Yeah, it's like a song you play at like at a party, right? Like, you don't. Loud. Could you imagine like listening to that like in private? Mm-hmm. Like I, I just can't. Like I can't even imagine that. 
It's like NPC music, almost. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, but like. But it's just crazy how easy it is. But yeah, I'd love to be famous. Everybody would. Nah, bro, dude. Yeah. I'm all about that cottage on an unidentifiable island. But would you have lots of money as well? Maybe. The thing is, like, okay, wait, that's a little dramatic. Uh, I thought about that, actually. Like, would it be better, like, because I, I have, like, issue, I have personal issues with, like, value, right? Like, what is value? What does it mean to be valued? And what does it mean to not be valued, right? So I thought, I put myself through, like, a thought experiment. If I... Like, had the opportunity to just go to a place with, like, no people, like, for, like, a while. You know, would I take it? And I'm, like, I wouldn't. Cause like, it's a, like, like an abandoned? Yeah, like an abandoned thing. Because codependency and, like, needing, wanting, like, gratification coming from other people, it's, like, something inherent. Because I thought through it and I was, like, if I was living in that cottage, right, alone, which would be nice, I'll admit, this would probably be very nice. And, like, I would still want other people to, to like I'd want to know what's happening on the outside world because I yeah. know there would be people as long as I know there's people You'd I will to. not try stop trying to find them right or yeah. like interact with people I'll never stop so so yeah I don't know it's just I, mean, I don't even remember what the original que- what the original thing was what does value mean yeah yeah but, well yeah it's just like I've been thinking about that a lot like what is value and uh yeah so I've been yeah because I'm personally a kind of a I'm a little bit codependent like I, I do on people have, yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of wish for people to give like me value, right? I want people, I want to do something and they're like, holy shit, uh, holy, holy yes, holy yes, like you know, and like I, I really want that because I feel like I've been conditioned as like an, as like a bowl cut shy Asian boy to be like really introverted, and like self valued. So people like so my parents never really felt a w- reason to give me like you want to do something where people look at you like awesome. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. My sisters are like super high achievers in both the arts world and the science world and like i never really got that part of my parents where like they told they told me you know what that's good and i never really learned that so i'm trying to like teach myself that and you know what i put myself to that thought experiment it's just like i can never like put down that part of me that wants other people to like re- like want like, me but i can always just like try to make the part of me that makes that values myself more right so right. it's equal or yeah, Iran equal. Yeah, like balancing those yeah. emotions. I mean, to an extent, everybody has that bone in their body where they want that gratification from others. But it's good that you're taking the steps. It's good that you recognize that first off. I'm sure, yeah. many would push that deep down inside and bottle it up. But it's good that you recognize it, and it's good that you're taking the steps to. Um, yeah, improve Actually, on it. That's me, a fisherman's friend. Hmm? A fisherman's friend. Oh. Oh no! Is it? Is it? Is it? Work. Stand I up. I don't pay you for nothing. <laughs> I don't pay her at all. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Everyone as well. Yeah, of course. I came up with a song. Every time Isabella eats a fisherman's friend, look, she ate one right now. Every yeah, close it before you throw it. Every time she eats a fisherman's friend, you open. I sing. Isabella's eating fisherman's friend. And I sing it every time, and it's really entertaining. Isabel and I just got Open back. Open up. Isabel and I just got back Sorry. from. You know what? Nah, I changed my mind. Got back from vacation. Probably went through a few packs of these. They're really good. They do the job. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Yeah. So, 
It's good that you're making those steps. Yeah, I. It's not easy. Free tip. I mean, I'm because I'm like this. I've been thinking about that stuff a lot, right? And I've I've been putting myself through a lot of stuff, like experience. I've been kind of testing stuff on myself, if that makes sense. Like you know, heavy drugs, alcohol. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but like this, like this idea, like I've this this one thing that works with me is that I'm kind of a lazy person, right? So even though I have like like moments where I'm just like I really just want like people to recognize me. But like most of the time I'm lazy, so I don't really do anything about it. Oh. So what I what I do is I feel like for me a good dose of like self manipulation is very healthy. <laughs> I mean like just like just let me explain this. Like for example, like I I play competitive fighting games a lot, right? I play this old one called like like video games, not yeah, in real yeah. life. Yeah, I don't fight people in real life. I would love to though. <laughs> but I play this one competitive fighting video game, right? And I played it. I played it all the time and I um I played against bots a lot, and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of good at this. I, like, played for three months. I played against bots. I played against all the new players, and I beat them. And I was like, I'm kind of the crap, right? So I joined a tournament, right? And legit, three minutes after it starts, I lost my first round, got sent to loser's bracket, and I lost the next one. I lost in the first round. And I was so confident in my ability that I just, like, I felt so angry with myself, right? Like, you, you, you spent, like, three months of your life for what? Just to fail on the first, on, your, like, your first tournament? And so, like, I started, like, I, I, so I, I was like, no, I'm going to be good at this, right? So this was, like, sort of, like, the one, the one turning point for me where I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick through with this idea, right, this, this game. I'm going to stick through and become good. So what I started to do was I'd watch replays of my games during that tournament or, like, games where I, like, got completely destroyed by, like, all these, all the veterans and stuff. And I ignored, like, the times I won. I'd, like, I'd win a ton and I'd just be like, doesn't count. And I'd lose a ton, and I watch those back, and I just make myself angry. And what you can do is you can manipulate yourself, so you feel you don't you don't use that anger towards yourself where it becomes self-deprecation. You tell yourself you're garbage. Now go get better, right? You use it to fuel your gameplay. You use it to fuel your improvement, right? Like you you turn into something positive. Yeah. Well, I call it negative growth mindset. It's a growth <laughs> mindset, but it's negative. I'd watch like these replays against all these veterans who played me, and they're like, "Bro, you suck," and I'm like, "I'm nothing. I'm actually so trash at this. Like, I'm so bad." And I'd get so angry. I'd literally like pay- play three hours straight, and eventually, I just got good. <laughs> of course, like, it's not that healthy to have like in the long term, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Negative growth mindset. You know, you're you're screwing yourself over because you're gonna be angry forever, and you're and gonna th- get used to putting yourself down. Yeah, and exactly. Like, I think, like, if you stay that way, you're going to eventually become really good at what you want to do, but you're going to be alone. You're going to be good, but you're going to be alone on that mountain, you know? No one else is going to be there for you because you're just angry all the time. No one's going to want to spend time around you. Like, all, you're, you're just a skill, but you're not the person anymore. So, yeah. yeah. It's just, like, you got to – as long as you, you try to, like ad- – my tip for you is just try to adapt, like, a negative growth mindset, right? If you're angry – don't use that towards yourself. Well, use it to improve. Use it towards improvement, right? Say you're trash and then stay angry for long enough to improve, basically, right? And then later on, you know, when you're good, you can, you can fix that problem, which I don't think is that hard because when, when you get good and you start beating people a lot, it's just like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting better. I'm actually doing well. Like, you become more confident in your ability. But when you start at something and you're in a really toxic environment, then it's just like you have to like I think self manipulation is like the key. Push through. And yeah. and did it work? It worked. I got sick. I played in like another tournament. Well, I I went through two other tournaments during during my uh rage phase. 
Yeah, I, I call it, like, NST, like, never stop tryharding. Like, that's that entire period of my life. Those, like, three, four months was just constant tryharding on that game. And I played another tournament, and I got second. Well, there you go. Is this something you think you'd want to continue? This yeah, for sure. negative growth mindset? Uh, yeah, I use it when I run. Like, when I started running, I just, it helps me a lot. Like, yeah, it, I, it's something I definitely continue. Of course, it's not perfect. It feels, like, really specific to people, though. Yeah, yeah, no, if you're, like, a lazy piece of poo-poo like me, <laughs> then it works. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the most self-driven guy. But I do hate myself a lot, so that works. But you use it to become a better version of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I didn't. I, I would have never like. I mean, I just think. Okay, you fail. Just get back up and try again. Yeah, but like some or people don't harder. have that. Like, yeah. So you just gotta like use anger to like get you to stand up. I guess use the emotions that you're producing to. Yeah, I mean, use you're them gonna to your you're gonna produce them anyway. So like, so you might you? as well put it towards something productive. Okay, that makes that that makes sense. Well, it's good that you found your thing and you got second in that tournament. Yeah, I'm actually pretty proud of that. There you go. And now you're getting into Dance Dance Revolution. Uh, yeah, dude, I've been getting. I just started playing Dance Dance Revolution. I went to like this is my friend, my, my friend Tin. Tin. Shout out to Tin Win, episode three. Episode <laughs> episode three, but like we went to like an arcade near our place, uh, near our house. I'm like, um, yes, we share a house. No, we like near our school. And downstairs, this is like rip off like DDR game called Pump It Up. Like it's Pump It Up XX twentieth edition anniversary edition. If you're like curious, but it is the most fun I've had in ages. Literally, I stepped onto that, like, uh, If you don't thing. know what it is, it's those games with, like, the mats. The, the mats, and you, like, like step on the arrows. Each arrow, you and it's cube, and then you have to see the screen, you have to match it at the right moment. It's like a beat game. You yeah, yeah, those it. dancing, like, beat games, exactly, beat, yeah. yeah. Like, Pump It Up is different, where the arrows are, like, in the corners, except for, like, and in the middle, there's, like, a stomp button, like, a middle button. DDR is just four, it's like a, it's like a, like, um, keypad, it's, like, just a four-way. Up, down, left, right. But Pump It Up is in the corners, and in the middle. And it's just so much fun, man. I just started doing it. And then, like, when, when Tin had to leave, I stayed there. I went home to eat dinner, and I ran, like, the one kilometer back to, like, the, the place we played at. And I played for another two hours. <laughs> I just played that entire night. Like, I, I played a solid three hours that night. And it was, like, seriously the most fun I've ever had in a while. We tried yesterday. It's hard, right? Well, it is. Alex was is familiar, so he's a lot better than I am. He's not bad. Well, I don't know. I can't compare it to anything, so I'm assuming you're good. Um, but I'm like a uh, for those who know, like I'm, I'm like a I'm like my best is like a level ten, <laughs> which is I think it's pretty good considering I just started. But like it's like zero to twenty eight, and like um this game has like one where you use both pads, so you have like ten buttons to press, so you have to like spin around and stuff. It's like that's crazy. I only use like one pad, but yeah, my my, my max level is like ten. So if you like pump it up, hit me up, bro. Let's play. <laughs> Um, and then I tried, and I did a, like an easy. I did what Beethoven's. You did like Beethoven. Yeah, no, be- yeah, Pathetic. Like, what's, what's one of the symphonies? And it's called um, yeah Beethoven Virus. It's like the most famous. Yeah, one. it's like a dubstep Beethoven yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. And it's it's hard, but it's fun. So you just have fun. to step on the pad as you see it like line up on the screen, like at the same time. You end up doing like a little yeah, dance, like a, like a little with these guys that like break dance and do all this stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, What's like the name of that one guy. Uh, Smidget. This is one guy, Smidget. Look up "Don't Bother Me," 2011 Smidget. This man is like an absolute le- legend. He does like head spins. He just flips around the pad. It's awesome. Like, I kind of want to get into like after like seeing all that stuff and playing the game and like feeling the rush. I really want to get into something like break dancing, but like you have to get ripped for that. So I guess I'm gonna get ripped for that. 
There you go. It's a bonus of breakdancing. Exactly. Dancing. Break dancing, you get like super strong arms and like really good core, basically. But yeah, I yeah. want to learn how to break dance. That's cool. I think um, it's cool that you're finding things that you're now getting excited for, or at least things you want to do. Yeah. I honestly, my if I had to, like the one thing that I I just focus on is, is videos. Like that's that's my thing. That's all I do. Yeah. And and you you found your thing. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You found your thing. I think it's good. I was. I was contemplating going to business school, but I was like, why don't I just go to film school? Like, wouldn't that be much better? At least it would really fit what I want to do. So. <laughs> so. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, it just seems like that would make a lot of sense for me. At least that's what I love to do. Editing is like... <laughs> all right everybody thanks for watching <laughs> no but it's like editing and, and filming i'm getting better i think and i have so much fun doing it and and like i'll watch things that i make i'm like i just get excited it's like it's like i could definitely see myself doing this in the future and i'm at 427 subs hey 500 i'm dyeing my hair a color so you should you should dye it translucent well, right now the most <laughs> bald. <laughs> bald, bald. No, right now the most votes is white. What? White hair. I'm not. Even, I'm not gonna stay friends with you if you do that. No, no, okay, okay, okay. It's up to the subscribers, man. There was purple, blue, green, but the one white has the most votes, and I'm okay with that. But my skin is already. I'm a little bit pale already, so it's not gonna look too good. You're gonna look like the most Aryan man to ever. I'm gonna be so anime. <sighs> I look like okay. I, I should live in the snow or something. Yo, okay. Jack Frost. Situation. You're 24. Recently broke up with someone. You riff your friends at a pub, right? This is kind of a How I Met Your Mother situation. You see a really pretty girl across, like across, like the bar, and she seems kind of nice. Do you ask her out, or do you do you? Would you ask her out straight, or would you want to be friends first? Are you like what would I do? Yeah. Pretty girl at the bar, and I'm there with my homies. Yeah. I just go up to her and ask. That's what. Can I have your number? Say the words. Oh, I've never so, done this before. Like, I, I, I'm the girl. I'm like, hey. Okay. Hold on. I'm having a drink over here. Ah, huh, yeah, man. And so then I said to her, squirrels don't look like that. <laughs> and then one of them's like, hey, man. Hey, man, look at that girl over there. Look, she's so pretty. I'm like, what? Which girl? He's like, turn around, look behind you. I'm like, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're like, dude, you got to go ask for a number. I'm like, I don't know what to do. He's like, come on, girl, just go. I'm like, oh, fine. And I pump, but go in the corner. <laughs> I can do this. I go up to her and say, hey. Wait, let me do that again. <laughs> go up to her and say, hey. Listen. You caught my attention. Yeah. And I'd just like to know if I could have your number. You're a complete dweeb. Then get, I would my <laughs> get out of my face, you freak. You then freak. <laughs> then I would walk, <laughs> walk away and go cry. Yeah. Dude, but then I, I'm like, not, I've never been in that situation before. Could so. you imagine like like asking someone else and like gathering your bravery and like you really thought you you were good enough to ask me <laughs> out? You freak! Get away from me! Your confidence is misjudged. Well, yeah, I mean, do people? I would know you, people. You'd, ask, you'd ask out straight out, right? Straight I would try. Out. Yeah, I think I'm on the same boat as you, bro. I mean, I know. Of course, like being friends is nice, but like if it's with the intent of like or go or actually a better thing to do is just go up and say, "Can I buy you a drink or something?" start a conversation uh, but i mean we don't go to bars so 
haven't really been in that situation before, and it takes a lot of guts, and you might get rejected, or she might say, actually, I have a boyfriend. So Actually, I'm vegan. I don't eat mail, bro. Sorry, bro. Sorry. <laughs> delete that. I'm, I'm MLN, bro. Wait. That doesn't make sense. Ignore. Forget that I said that. So, I mean, it's... I don't know if I would... I would definitely try. It's it's what you see in the movie, so why not give it a shot? It might work. It might not. Ditto. I don't know. Like that's the thing. Like when I imagine like people having conversations, or like like can I buy you a drink? Like when you have that conversation, it's like I feel like in that situation I'd be like completely boned because it's like I'm the kind of person that makes statements and then jokes, or sometimes I talk about something passionately, but most of the time I'm just kind of like I know I'm just there. I'm just chilling, right? I'm mm. just I'm just vibing. So like. I don't know, in that situation, well, I would like to just straight up ask out, but I, f- I'm, I always get, like, worried about that situation. Like, what would you do on the yeah. first date? What would you do on the consecutive dates? What do you do when you're hanging at your house? Do you just chill? Do you yeah. talk? Like, you, you have to learn how to, like, keep it going. Like, I mean, first thing, I would ask, like, can I buy you drinks? So, like, you come here often? Where are you from? Um, you know, what do you do? What's, what's, what do you do for fun? Let's see simple questions, and then as soon as they say something, you kind of build off of that. Like, oh, I like to go skiing. Oh, really? No way. Where do you ski? Oh, I remember I went skiing here, and then this happened. Have you ever been there? It was so cool when we went there. Then it started snowing. Don't you hate it when that happens? That reminds me of the time I did this. Oh, have you done that too? Tell me about your experience doing that. And then, like, by the, you're just like still talking to, but like she left. Right? <laughs> She's left her. Right? You're, you're, so so you're talking to like a wall. Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> She's already gone. <laughs> Bar's empty. I don't know. Stuff like that worries me. Like, I don't know. When you get let out into that big of, like, a pool of people, you know, when you get out of college, like, when you get out of school. Yeah. But I mean. The pool that, is so big. But I guess it's a, that has benefits in it. Because there's so many people. Yeah. So that's good to, and that's bad. Definitely. Yeah. I'm sh- and lots of friends you can make and, and people you can meet. And I'm excited to move. Moving to Canada. Ditto. <laughs> I'm kind of. I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> Excuse me. I basically only have one college prospect, like, already set up for me. So I just got to take. I should probably just take that. In Texas? Texas. Yeah. Well, actually, no. It's in Virginia. Well, it's not like I don't. I'm just not guaranteed. I need to like do well in school, but like, not like it's the scholarship is already paid because my parents did a thing, where like in 19 whatever they pay like they invested or something and like it in they made big and so now they can just pay it off completely. Awesome. I mean, are you happy in Virginia? Is that a nice place? I've never been. Yeah, of course I've been. It's definitely nice. It's de- very very homey. That's for sure. Okay. Like it's one of those. It's like have Amazon. Yeah. That delivers to the yeah. U.S. I mean, they deliver here, but it takes like two weeks. You know, I have all those like um, LGBTQ stores. You know, I love those. Um, you know, like all the, I'm actually excited to go to the U.S., but like, not gonna like Canada is kind of where it's at. Like, like Canada. Like in the hypothetical situation that you got shot with a gun, which will not happen, yeah. the government <laughs> will pay. F- will will health care you? They got your health care done. Yeah, but tax is forty nine percent. That means every dollar you make, they take half of that. Forty nine percent. Yeah, it's insane. Okay, that that means if you make a thousand bucks, they take five hundred, or close to that. So it's it's deadly, but you don't have to worry about keeping your parents safe when they get sick when they're older. Jesus you know Christ. what I mean? You get shot or you get hit hit by a car, you're you're safe completely. So I mean, there are benefits to it, but it's it's deadly. Jesus. Man. So you could establish like if you would you consider would you ever start your own company? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's. That's the way to do it. I mean, but yeah, I mean, that's definitely the way to do it. If you lived in a place like Canada, you'd probably want to establish it somewhere else. And then bring that's it like in. free enterprise, like like Hong Kong started there. You don't make a single dollar in Canada, so you don't pay taxes, and it's legal. You're not, you just no tax evasion. But actually, you can't live in Canada because then you'll be a resident and you have to pay taxes, so you're gonna have to live somewhere else. But at least your company will be established in a place like Hong Kong. I'd actually, be so hype if you start your own company. 
But there's probably so many like logistics things you'd have to know beforehand. Like, well, that's yeah. what college is for, I guess. I mean, you you really have to talk to the right people and and kind of figure it out as you go. It's so it's not easy to uh, start your own business. But I mean, you can try again, try again, try again. They'll fail, 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 fail. But I mean, one day you'll hit it big. And I mean, it's always about all about finding that one thing that people didn't do, like like Tesla just passed Toyota and is now the most profitable car company on earth. Tesla. What? Yeah. Toyota. You know Toyota? Yeah, but literally like, wait, how? Every car. What is what does Tesla even make their money off? The car? Their cars. Really? People love Tesla. I love Tesla. It's amazing. Well, I love it, but like you don't I barely like see it. Like, I don't know. Well, I think just where we live. I saw one pass in front of my house. I think they here? imported yeah, just outside here. Hmm. And um but I mean there's such amazing cars. Literally when when California was on fire, um People stayed in their Teslas because it has like a biohazard defense mode and it filters the air and they did a test. The air quality inside the car was so much safer than outside. It's, and, and it's like this, these cars are safe and this, I think, what is it? It's got like a, some safety rating Yeah. and it's the safest car because it literally avoids every collision and it keeps you safe and this autopilot, you just sit back, you can literally take a nap in your car and you can go on a road trip. There's Netflix on the screen. You can play like a Mario Kart version with the steering wheel. It's amazing. People love those cars, and and they're becoming more affordable-ish. And there are dealerships everywhere, and chargers everywhere. Rito Center, which is a mall in in Ottawa, where, where our house is, there are Tesla chargers in the basement. So you just park and plug in. So, <laughs> Isa got a sunburn, so she's <laughs> in pain. It was deadly there. Actually, I didn't really, like, peel. Yeah, I feel it a bit. Smash your past me. Smash. Smash your past yourself. Smash. Smash your past. Just gonna see your mom. <laughs> but yeah. Love Tesla. <laughs> Would love to get one. One day. But yeah. I don't know. You... I don't know. Like, things are just happening. <laughs> it's are happening, just happening man. man. And, like, I don't know. Like, my sleep schedule is still so f- freaked up from uh from the school year. I don't know about you guys, but, like, I'm literally sleeping at 1 o'clock every day and waking up at 7 because it's, like, I don't know. the the, the, the That exam sleep schedule is, like, sticking with me. I yeah. had to stay up because of the AP exams. Screw that. Yeah, because of the time difference. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening in to Goat Milk episode 15. Alex, thank you for coming. Thank you, too. I have something to say. I have something, one last thing to say. I have one last thing to say. Um, here am is. Is is you. I am here. Where are you? Thank you. All right, thank you for tuning in. This podcast is available everywhere you get your podcasts. The big ones, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, yeah, uh, Yahoo News, Bing, Bing. You can get it on Bing. For smaller podcast listening <laughs> services, there's a Google Doc link in the description. Click that. It shows you everywhere else we are uh, available. So thank you for tuning in. Alex, thank you, man. 